so if you didn't know, the thing that we say over and over in our community, this is kind of what we're about, the way that we as a smaller community and a smaller part of the church, in fact, I was telling another pastor, I think the village is just the big toe. We get stubbed and cry a lot. That's kind of our thing. Um, but we're not sure. We keep some balance, but we're not that needed. Um, but anyway, our, our little statement of how we uh, reach out and bring Jesus to the community is that we heal, we're offering healing, healing the city one person at a time. And so today is our celebration of getting into this building 10 years ago. This is our 10-year celebration. And so I thought I'd tell you just really quickly, there are many different ways that you could tell the story about how we ended up in this building. But I'm going to just tell you the the abbreviated version. Um, But I want to say that for us in this community, the reason that we, when we say healing the city one person at a time, like this building is a home for many of us. And part of the healing process is being able to come to a living room and sing and worship God together and be with your crazy uncle and be with the cousins that frustrate you and be with your in-laws and be with everybody surrounded around Jesus, worshiping Jesus in a place that feels a little bit like a home because in Tucson, often you can find yourself feeling very alone, very isolated, and not like you have a place to belong. And so part of the reason that we've done the way things the way we've done in this building, but also the way we, reason we felt like we needed a building and not a place just in a school or something like that to worship God was for those reasons. So let me tell you how we ended up here. It was, it was one day Rod was, you know, putzing around in his house, just going back and forth, and the phone rings. And Rod picks up the phone and he says hello, but when Rod says hello, it's more like, hello. Like, you know, it says very deep and I can't get there unless I have a cold. Uh, And the person on the other line, in short, said, hey, I got a deal for you. I have $300,000 to give you for a building, but there's a catch to that $300,000. You have to raise $100,000. Well, every pastor dreams of this. This is like when you start ministry, you're in seminary, wherever you get a calling, you're like, you want to get that phone call where someone says, I have a bunch of cash to give you for a building. That's, That's a crazy thing. We got really excited about that, and so we did a lot of fundraising. Now, you can imagine fundraising about 11 years ago. Uh, look around. This church still looks relatively young. Well, imagine it 10 years younger and 10 years poorer. And so we threw a banquet, and we raised 23000 at that banquet, and we started calling our uncles and aunts. So we had writing campaigns at my house where we were sending, please send us money. We raised $60,000. And we had fundraising exhaustion. That's all we could raise. So we called back the representative and said, hey, we only have 60000 What can you, can you do this? Or do we just need to hang on to our sixty and hope someday we'll find a building? And they said, no, that's fine. We just wanted to know that you were invested in this. And we're like, yeah, we're invested. We were invested. So we looked at a lot of buildings. We had $360,000. And at that time, $360,000 was not going to get you a building. Right, So a year before we got into this building, it went up for sale. And my father, some of you know my father, um, he heard it was for sale. So he decided to come to church here. So he goes to church. Now, you got to understand my dad. Um, when he wants to go buy a couch, for instance, 
he'll go and he'll sit there at the store for like two or three hours until he's convinced the person that there is damage on the couch that he wants to buy and they need to give him a couple hundred dollar discount on that couch. And he gets it. He's done it with shadows and all different kinds of things. So he came to church. He worshiped with them, figured out who was in charge, and then he said, I think you guys need to just give this building to my son and his ministry. Because there were eight of them here worshiping. And he thought, well, we'll, we'll, maybe they'll give us the building. They said, are you crazy? So we searched for a year, and lo and behold, we came back to this building, and someone had made an offer on the building for $425,000, um, and it was rejected. So we decided to make an offer for 425000 We said, we'll give you 300000 down, and uh, you can carry the rest, because we need the 60000 to remodel, and uh, you can do that deal. And the realtor kept saying, no, they're not going to take that deal. They rejected it already. And we said, well, it's a little different. There's more money down. And yeah, it's... we kept telling him, go, they're going to take it. Guess what? They took it. And so they carried it for us. And they're still carrying it. We owe $90,000 on it now. Um, we remodeled the building. Um, and the, the realtor was shocked that they would take it. So here we are in the building, and we've been here 10 years. That's, that's crazy. Now, there's lots of different stories. I mean, Rod has his own story of this, but God really blessed us. Now, here's the one crazy thing. It's a good thing they didn't say yes to giving it to us for free, because that $300,000 went to an orphanage in Texas to rebuild all of their buildings, and now we've been sending that orphanage money because they're basically carrying our loan. And so we're still helping kids who don't have parents and helping the, the facilities be up kept. So it's a cool thing and how God has used all of this and the way he moves his money back and forth, right? To, to bless his people and to care for his people. So that's, that's really cool. So that's how we got, and we're, we're celebrating that now. In a more mundane thing, we have a few announcements. So if you click the announcements along, we should clean our building, okay? And we should, we should clean together. Um, so find something to clean. Now, here's the important thing. It's going to be crazy around here. There's mud outside. There's kids everywhere. We're going to be celebrating or watching or whatever, the Super Bowl. Um, so afterwards, if you're one of the people left here, you know, you're like, oh, wow, the Patriots have already won. I'm leaving. Whoever would laugh to see the Patriots win, um, well, you need to help clean the building. So click that slide before I get killed. All right. Here's the reason you would clean the building is we're going to all learn together. The living room talks are happening this coming Saturday at 9 a.m. to noon. We have um, plenty of child care for eight and under. So if you're nine or older, you're going to be in here. Uh, let me quickly run through the kinds of talks that are going to happen, what your car uh, wants you to know, reading in your kids, Down syndrome, a historical overview, and a present look into my son, Bentley. Um, unlearn your pain, a look at emotional health and how it relates to physical pain, and experience and reality near the end. There are going to be some panels. There's going to be lunch served. There will be a light breakfast. My encouragement is that you not think that we're feeding you breakfast. There's just going to be a little bits of breakfast. <coughs> Excuse me. Whoa. To tide me over. Ugh. 
can someone give me some water? I'm gonna go. Next slide. <coughs> All right. Second Friday, game night. Bring your friends, bring food, bring games. If you're eight and over. This is the little time where we're going to open up the floor. But before we open up the floor, just talk about what we're thankful for, what God has done in our life through the village over the last year. Uh, Things that we just want to say, man, I'm really thankful for this. Let me just quickly run over the financial report very fast. This is going to be the fastest church financial report you've ever seen. You can go up on the village website, click on, you know, financial report and get the full one. But here's the thing, in 2017, our giving was 152000 and so for 2018, that'll be last year, we were at 160066 okay? So our net income, yay, was $6,713, that was what was left after we spent all that money. Um, so we are in the black there. The amount of money at the end of the year we had in the bank was $62,803. All right, so we have some money in the bank. And our budget expenses that we're projecting for 2019 is about $177,000. That would, those increased, would mostly be due to the fact we've gone to two services, which have increased some of our expenses. And this year we're carrying all of Mark Crawford's salary and carrying our administrator's salaries. So it's a little bit more expensive. We brought them on a half, half, I guess like in the halfway through the year last year. So the way giving is looking, we're projecting and hoping and praying and relying on you and us uh, to be about at about $191,000. That's what we're looking to give to what we're doing. If you want to know how much money we've given away to other uh, ministries and things like that, you can go online and look at that. The mortgage on the building at this moment is $90,608. So that's what we have left to pay off. If you have any questions, you may ask them to me afterwards or look online. I can give you more details. I will say this. For those of you who are doing your taxes, usually we have all of our uh, giving reports out to you on the 31st of January. But due to the fact that Pray.com, we kind of started with them halfway through the year, and I was under the impression that they were going to do all of their reporting for me, so I didn't have to do that part for you if you gave on Pray.com. But no, they just sent me a gigantic spreadsheet, and they didn't total any of your guys' giving, so we have to go through and total everybody's things and give you your report. So we're a little delayed. If you are going to need it for your taxes, you can just uh, email villagers online and say, hey, I'm going to need this. Jessica and I will get that out to you um, so that you can use it for your taxes. All right. So I'm going to open this up. So I'll hand Mark the mic because I'd like to sit down. Um, Anybody who wants to just say, hey, this is what we're thankful for. This is what we're happy with God has done in my life for the village. This is the I am thankful that after so many years, Lindy and I are actually and really here. Uh, guys, I just um, I want to con- admit and confess that this this year, especially since the summer, has been one of the roughest seasons in my life. 
And there have been times where I just felt like, not because of the, anything that anybody's done, but I felt like that maybe I didn't belong, I should leave the church, I should go off on my own because things just got really, really hard, especially when my father passed away. And there have been so many of you who have been willing to not offer easy answers, but to come alongside both Corey and me and my mom uh, and just be and be present. And I am just so grateful for that. And God really has continued to show me that this is the place for me to be and to grow. And I'm hoping that 2019 will be better. Uh, but either way, I'm just so grateful to be a part of the village and to call you all family. Um, I'm thankful for all the nice and uh, friendly people here and um, how every day, every Sunday we get to meet up and talk and have fun. Uh, I'm also thankful for all of the wonderful people here at the village, um, just helping my family's transition to come living in Tucson, um, you know, be as great as it was. And uh, yeah, just the family we found here, uh, really, really thankful for I'm I'm thankful for this community that and getting to uh, come on this year as a pastor has been a huge blessing and a lot of fun. Um, so thank you all for having grace on me and also joining me in a in a great just what's been a fun journey. Yeah. I'm really thankful for my pilgrim group. And I'm really thankful um, for authenticity and what feels like genuine love that you find here at the village. So thanks, everyone. All right, I'm thankful for the building for a couple reasons. So one is uh, when I first started coming here, we had to spend time coming early to set up the room to make it look this weird artsy decor that they were going for with these big wooden pallets and these black drapes over it. And then you had to take it all down afterwards. So it's just like, oh, here's Sunday. An hour of your time is taken down and setting up the church. So I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore in the building. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I had... But now having the building, we get to do all this other cool stuff like the the game night and the uh, the art night and just upcoming like the living room talks. So it's really cool stuff that we're now that we're here. So it's exciting stuff. So that's what I'm thankful for. Uh, 
I'm thankful that it's a community that so many new people are constantly coming into and whether it's for a, a single Sunday or for a season, uh, it's just, I'm very grateful to be a part of a growing dynamic community of, uh, people. I normally I normally don't uh, do this, but Anna's got me all feeling fuzzy. I think so. Um, uh, I don't know. I've I've been coming to this church since it was a church, two thousand one, I think, or somewhere in there. Uh, like hearing what Rose said about authenticity and and just the fact that a preteen would would stand up and say something about the church, uh, and and then looking back on all those little. Th- victories and the, the impact that that uh, people in the church and this sort of what we do here has, has had on people over the years. Um, I think back to the very beginning and our leaders, our pastors, our, our, our elders who uh, sort of designed, you know, prayed about it and, and came up with the uh, the focus of this church and how we were going to be and, and all that stuff. And that sort of set the stage, I think for all these cool things that are happening now, you know, almost 20 years later. And, and so I think of uh, how grateful I am for our leaders and, and just how they've stuck, stuck to God, even when it wasn't quite so easy. Um, and, and never really worried about, uh, I think for the first 10 years, we didn't even count every Sunday, how many people came. We didn't care. Um, uh, it wasn't about, numbers coming in the door but what we can do in people's lives and and how we can draw them uh closer to jesus and so thank you leaders hi i just want to say thank you for my friend suda for taking me here and <laughs> Good old Suda. But thank you. I really love this place and I knew I was I was gonna like it the first day she pulled me up in the parking lot. I said, This is it, I'm home. And I wanna say thank you, Suda, for being such a good friend. I love you. Uh, so 2018 was a huge year of transition for me, and uh, we don't have any family in Tucson at all. They're all in Texas, and so having women here reach out to us as and me while we're going through this huge transition of becoming parents and a lot of other things uh, has been really helpful. I'm really thankful for those of you who have made a, just made an effort to be in my life as I went through all of that. So thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, my English is not good. Uh, I want to thank God for the good work you are doing here. Uh, I'm a minister. 
I've been in Tucson for one year and two months. Since I'm in Tucson, I never missed going to church. I was moving all around, and I have a church. I kept looking for church where I can fit. So uh, during those, those seasons, I was praying, searching. One night, I was at work. A new staff shows up, showed up in where I work, where I was working. So in the midnight, when I was trying to talk to her about Jesus, because I told her I'm a minister, you always try to to tell people who I am and whom I believe. So she told me I know Jesus, and she told me about the church. I asked her if she goes to church. She said yes. I go to church. Then she tried to to tell me the goodness of the church she goes in, how she felt where. I said, is there any church like this in Tucson? Is there any church like that in U.S.? Okay, give me the address. She gave me the address. So I want to say thank you for... I just met her that day, and this is the second day I saw her. Where is she? <laughs> but thank you for the good, Teresa. Thank you for the good work you're doing. Since I entered this church, I felt the, the love of God in this church. I never missed. So I feel this is what I was missing. And the way you worship, when the, the time of minister, I just feel I'm at home and I just feel I'm heading in the right direction. God bless you so much. Our kids have grown up here, and our family has grown here. And um, we're blessed to be here because there are so many of you that step into our kids' lives, and we would not be able to raise our kids with all their needs without all of you. So the people who mentor our kids and take them out for breakfast mentoring them and hang out with them, um, talking to them and showing them right from wrong here. And just the love you give us while we're crying and praying and hoping for a good future out of it all. So thank you guys. Oh, gosh. Um, like Mike said, this has been a really difficult year um, with losing. We lost Mike's grandma in September. We lost his dad in August. And it was just really overwhelming, just everything that we were going through. And I remember after Mike's dad passed away, I had sent Julie an email and I'm like, I hate to have to ask for this, but do you think you guys could set up a meal plan? Because I'm, I'm from the school where I feel like I have to be self-reliant all the time. It's like, don't ask anybody for help. You know, you gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta be tough. And Julie told me, she's like, it's okay to ask your community for help. And it was, you know, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, so <laughs> I just want to thank all of you for reminding me that it's okay to ask for help for the ways that you guys have all loved on us over the past several years that we've been here for allowing us to be part of your kids' lives, especially. It's been really incredible. 
Um, I just, I just love it here. And I just want to thank you guys for being you. And I'm so glad that we're here. The very first baby that I dedicated was Ashton Seepin. And and I remember holding her up to God and offering her to him. And that's worked out really well. Uh, He has definitely put his mark on her. And so what a joy now to lift EJ um, as well and to, to know that God... Uh, holds the children of this community in his hands, and he doesn't let go of those he loves. Um, that's really precious to me. And um, and I'm so delighted that this church has grown to the place where it needed two services. And there's so much pain in that, but there's also so much beauty in that. And I'm just so grateful that uh, um, today the two groups kind of get together, and so we actually get to see some strangers. Um, oh, so that's really cool. I'm sure that we, we could continue, but as you know, our church has both grown in, in adults and in little ones, and we're all in service together. Um, so, I don't know what next slide I have, but it may take a few seconds to click there. So, while they're clicking the slides, I, I would just like... Um, you to know that the reason that, and one of the reasons that this community is a place of healing is because we have a lot of people committed to that, and in particular, we have a lot of leaders committed to that. And I, I think probably a third of our church isn't even here tonight, but or this morning, afternoon, whatever we're in. But if you are a leader right now at the village, if you're on the leadership team, could you just stand up, or if you're an elder, just so we can know who you are. I would love it if you would give them a hand. I just want to say thank you guys so much for what you offer to this community. Um, You don't have to stand up for long. You can sit down now. 